What's up? What's up again, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? This is Chef T Rod coming at you again with another food blog. Hope everybody's having a great and prosperous year. Um, of course, everybody knows this is the new year, so you know we all are start are starting to readjust to having. Um, new goals, bigger dreams. You know, we all we all know the catch on um, New Year's. A lot of us we we, we 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 take our we take those things and we actually utilize them. Uh, our dreams, we utilize them and we make them into gold. I mean, some of us, like as of myself, uh, we procrastinate for so long until <clears throat> like the uh, fairy of not being productive like you should be just come slaps you in the face and say hey you need you need to do this <laughs> like you need to do this hence me starting this blog so today I wanted to break down uh, and I which I told you guys in this series um we're gonna start off with some of our um fun-loving soups. So, today, I'm going to break down the simplicity of making a good old-fashioned beef stew. I ain't talking about this. I ain't talking about Denny Moore in the can, now. I ain't talking about the can you buy and you open up and put in the pot and heat it up. No. We talking about some real, live, good old-hearted beef stew. All right. So, there are many ways that you can make this dish. Um, some people use mixed vegetables. Some people use fresh whole vegetables like, like myself. Um, you know, there are different variations of things, of, of elements that you can use to create a stew. Because, like I said, I mean, you can create any type of stew that you want. But the most common in America... And with people in the United States is um, beef stew. I mean, you know, one day we'll I'll break down a Manhattan stew, which is a cold stew. One day I'll break down a um, potato bacon stew. Uh, we're going to get into making chowders and that thing of, uh, of that sort. So, not to get off the subject of what this podcast is about today. This podcast is the one-on-one on making beef stew. <clears throat> so, to make any any to make a, a good beef stew, you have to have a different variation of things. First, you need to make sure you have a nice, um, some nice seasoned vegetables. Um, Want to have you some? Now, you can use either. Uh, round baby potatoes, or you can use diced potatoes, whichever whichever one that you prefer. Um, so that's uh, potatoes diced or or round baby potatoes. Um, you need onion, celery, um, carrots, <clears throat> bell pepper. You want to have your trinity in there because when you when I which I'm gonna break down, but. The, the the heart of any type of stew, soup, is 
your it, it, it's your it's, it's your it's, it's your trending. You gotta have that trending in there. That trending in there, the flavors just ain't gonna be there. So when you're making a beef stew, first thing you wanna do is make sure you have all your ingredients. And like I said, let's go back over this again. Um, we're gonna break down the ingredients. And matter of fact, I just break it down. Um, I just break it down into the recipe that I have for myself. Um, so you're gonna need at least um, a pound, pound and a half of of a good. You can use chug roast. You can use a top blade sirloin. You can use any type of beef other than ground beef. I mean, of course not. You don't want to use ground beef for the beef stew. You could, but you know that just wouldn't. That, you'd be making a hamburger stew then. So you want to use a nice, good chunk of meat. So I say a pound. What I use is I use about a pound, pound and a half of good. I get the good old cheap chuck roast because you can take it, you can tenderize it, um, cut it into the cube sizes that you're gonna prefer for your um, beef stew, and you know just go from there. So we're gonna say a pound, pound and a half of beef of chuck roast. You're gonna use one large onion. Carrot, maybe one in the maybe two carrots. I would say two good carrots because you know a lot of people like their uh, carrots sliced, which I do. I prefer my carrots sliced in my stew. So you want to make sure you have enough carrots in there. So get you two nice sized carrots, um, one large onion, one bell pepper, and one uh, half a stalk of celery. Want to make sure you got plenty of veggies in there. Because your veggies is what's going to create the, the hearty aroma of the stew. Okay? So, make sure you have those different variations. Uh, make sure you have all those vegetables and that beef that I stated. Like I said, you don't have to use chuck roast. But like I said, you can use any type of beef that you prefer. Okay? So, what you want to do is have you a nice size pot, about a two gallon pot at least, because the last thing you want to do is you, is just you stuff to be bubbling everywhere, and then you're like, oh gosh, you don't, you don't want that. So have your big enough pot. You're gonna need olive oil, of course, just to um, saute the vegetables. So I would say probably about two to three tablespoons of olive oil in the bottom of your pot. So we'll start there. Two to three tablespoons of olive oil in the bottom of your two-gallon pot. One to two-gallon pot. Um, you put your diced onion. You put your diced bell pepper. Diced celery. In that pot first. Onions, bell pepper, celery, and carrot. That's the only thing that goes in first. First, that's that's your first step. Your one dice, your large dice onion, your one bell pepper, your half stalk of celery, and your two carrots sliced. That's what's gonna go in first. Of course, you're gonna get your olive oil. You're gonna heat your olive oil up just slightly, and then dump your veggies in. Saute them, just render them down slightly, because like I said, in cooking a soup. You want to taste the vegetables so you don't want to cook your vegetables all the way down to where you can only taste the flavor so you just lightly 
render them down in the pot. <clears throat> I would say about a quart, quart and a half of beef stock. Now, like on the beef stock, what I usually do is when I have a lot of times I don't have time, but when I do, I make my own stocks. Like I put, like I said in my first podcast, I make all my stocks from scratch. So I always use like a a big beef bone with you know a good little amount of meat on them. You can go to any one of your local um, grocery stores and just ask them, hey, like do you have some leftover chicken bones? Like do you have some leftover beef bones? like leftover like um you know any type of items like that that's what i use to to make my fresh uh stocks okay but y'all i'm sorry i'm getting all out the subject okay first let me go back over this again start with your gallon with your gallon pot three tablespoons of olive oil Light heat. You know, you want your, you want your oil to start heating up. Dump your one large diced onion, your one bell pepper, your two sliced carrots, and your half stalk of celery in the pot. Render down lightly. Okay. Next step, your beef. Now this now people do it different, but this is how I do mine. If you want if you want a good tasting stew, I would do it this way. The way that I the way that I'm gonna tell you. But like I said, guys, you can do it the way that you want to do it. But I have gotten good, great results making my stew this way. And soups, of course. But after you run it down a little bit, you take your meat that I you had your chuck roast over there, that my chuck roast, and my chuck roast over there. I done already cut it up and tenderized it a little bit so my meat ain't so tough. So you take that and you dump that in the pot with those veggies and you cook it down for about three to four minutes you don't want to you don't want to you want it to get like a nice look nice pinkish color on your meat but you don't want it to like cook to where like like oh my god when i get my when i bite into my when i beat you know bite into my stew and i want to touch my vegetables i want to taste my potatoes i want to taste my beef and stock of course but you want to make sure that you do not render your beef down all the way down all right and that's important because, like I said just before, you don't want to render your meat all the way down or your veggies all the way down. So, like I said, lightly render the veggies. Then you dump that pound and a half of chuck roast in your pot. Okay? Now, after you've done that, let that cook down a little bit. Now you want to add your quarter and a half of stock, a beef stock, and turn the heat up to like medium, medium, between medium and high. You create your little boil. Okay. Now, as far as the potatoes, on the potatoes, what I usually do is I add my potatoes last. So on the potatoes, guys, you can either use a pre-cooked diced potato, but I use a whole recipe. I use recipe potatoes. I peel them, I dice them, and I steam them. So, if you got uh, say a five pound bag of potatoes, you're going to use probably about two, three potatoes out of that bag. Maybe four. Depending on the, on my recipe, I use between three and four. So, I would say three. 
So you three nice sized potatoes, you dice them, steam them, and like I said, after you let them cool, after you steam them off lightly, rinse them off, and you just sit those to the side, let them cool. They done. That's what I should have went through first, but I'm sorry, guys. But you can do it in any type of way that you want to do it. But I'm just breaking it down the way that I do it. Okay. You add to, you add to according to half a stock, a beef stock. Bring to a light boil. Now, like I was like I explained yesterday, when you season, when you season, when you season in you know, soup, you season in flavor. So you always make sure, and if you guys listen to my podcast from yesterday, I always want to make sure you have you some chefs out on hand. So if anybody was listening, it was about four tablespoons of kosher salt, a tablespoon and a half to two tablespoons of coarse ground black pepper, and a half a tablespoon of granulated garlic. And your veggies, just just hit them up, just just lightly with the season. Make sure they got that you season them to taste, because your stock should be seasoned enough to where um you shouldn't have to season too heavy. Okay, now let me break down this stock. Like I told y'all, I know how to make stocks from scratch, but you guys probably don't. But there's different things that you can use to get a stock. You can go to your local grocery store. They sell beef bouillon cubes, chicken bouillon cubes, um, seafood bouillon cubes. All these different bouillon cubes that you can use to, you know what I'm saying, make you a stock. All it is water and the flavor. That's all the stock is, guys. Let's get that understood. It's just water and whatever flavor that you're going to use to what you're cooking. In this case, it's gonna beep. So you're gonna get you some beef bouillon cube, guys, and get you some water. I would say, depending on to what you're making, like I said, my recipe called for a quart and a half. So I would probably use, I mean, just go to your local grocery store and get a container of bouillon cubes. Just put you enough in there to, and you know, just whisk it up. Now you can heat it or not heat it because it's gonna cook anyway. And just taste your stock. And if it tastes like a nice beef, beefy stock, then you're good. If not, add you some more bouillon cubes, guys. I mean, it's, just, it's simple. Like I said, we're going to make it simple. I'm going to break this down simple. So, that, hey, when you get in the kitchen and you hear my podcast, you can be like, okay, you know, Chef CJ, look, just add this and add that. Look, it's not all that, guys. We're going to make this simple. Okay. So, after you add your quarter and a half of stock, you're letting it simmer. Um, you're gonna let that cook for about 25, 30 minutes, depending on the variation of temps on your stove and all that. Cause some stoves cook faster, some stoves cook slower. Um, if you're on a medium high heat on the standard stove, about 25 minutes, 25 to 30 minutes. Now, this is the last and the most important step before you add your potatoes. Argo cornstarch is a lifesaver. It is a lifesaver, guys. Listen to me. Argo cornstarch, when you're making a soup, do not use flour and water. Do not use flour and oil. Use cornstarch and water. That thickens a soup. 
better than you could ever imagine, guys. So, just like I broke down yesterday, when I broke down the cheddar broccoli soup, just, just like this soup, you're gonna just take about two, three tablespoons of Argo, put it in a bowl, put the water in, put your little water in, and mix it up until you see a nice little white paste. It shouldn't be too thick, it shouldn't be too thin. You want your you want your cornstarch uh, slurry to be a like a slurry. Um, once I get uh, guys, and I'm also gonna make I, I'm gonna make videos to go with my podcast on step on step by step instructions on how to prepare these things, and that is coming soon. So you guys just work with me on that one. Um, that's in the process, but. You know, I'm gonna start my podcast to describe what I'm to describe and break down these recipes first, and then we're gonna dabble into the actual work of how I put these uh, recipes together. So, with that being said, um, well, like I said, after you do that, you take your corn sauce, you put it in there, you whisk it, you whisk it, you whisk it, you whisk that thing. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Let me go back. Let me go back. Now, we're going back to the medium to, to a high heat, okay? Now, when you get to that point, we just cook for about 30 minutes, turn to uh, between medium and low, okay? Because the last thing you want you to do is let your uh, soup or your stew or whatever it is you're cooking scorch the bottom of your pan. Clean pan style saves times in the kitchen. <laughs> so... Once you got that medium to low heat, add your cornstarch slurry. Guys, once you see that, once you see it in that nice, thick, chunky consistency, it, it, it's going to have a nice thickness. It should be a nice thickness to it once you add that slurry to per, res, per the recipe that I provided. You should have a nice, thick, Thick like slurry, but you don't want it too thick because you still gotta add some potato. Then, after that, you add the potatoes accordingly. Okay, that's the reason why I said three, at least three large potatoes out of a five-pound bag because, like, when you cook, you cook, cook potatoes and you cut them down and you add them to something like a, a starch, a starchy soup. It re-thickens because the starch is already it's getting extra starch because cornstarch is nothing but starch and potatoes is nothing but starch. So when you add those two elements together, you you're gonna be looking at a chunky mess. So like I said, guys, you don't want it to be too thick. You don't want it to be too thin once you add the slurry. Now you can determine with your eye once you add that slurry to it if it might need a little bit more if so just repeat the same recipe that i gave you for the um, for the uh, slurry okay all right so guys after you do that once you see the desired thickness add to potatoes but you know little by little because like i said you don't want to add so many potatoes and it overpowers everything else in the soup and or the stew you understand what i'm saying so add some potatoes to your desired um, taste and your desired thickness of your stew, okay? And um, 
Once you do that, let it sit for about five, ten minutes and enjoy, guys. And like I said, hey, you can enjoy this on the side. You can enjoy that with a side of rice. Uh, make you a nice, good old pan of cornbread, which I'm going to break down in the video one of these days. My recipe on my cornbread. Um, you can eat that with rolls. Guys, hey, look. <laughs> we we all have different tastes and different tastes and variations. So, you know, hey. You, you might like something that another person might like. The other person might like something that you might not like. So, I mean, it's just a, that's a give and take thing. But me personally, when I'm eating a beef stew, I like to have white rice with it. But and sometimes I just like to eat it by itself because it just tastes so doggone good. My recipe, it just tastes so doggone good. But, uh, yeah. But, guys, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, I Like I said, I'm just not starting this podcast. Um. I hope who's ever out there listening and you find my podcast, um, you know, subscribe to my channel. I mean, I got a lot of great things that's going to be coming um, in my years in the industry. I've learned so much. I'm going to teach you guys how to build charcuterie displays. I'm going to teach you guys how to prepare items for banquets. I'm going to teach you guys so much stuff because, hey, you might have a party one day. You might never have the money to prepare to buy somebody to prepare, you know, to get somebody like me to come in and prepare your dishes or whatnot, what have you. So I feel like the knowledge I have, I should share it with the world. So that's what I'm going to do, guys. Um, but yeah, like I said, um, that's going to be it for this podcast today. Um, cooking Beef Stew one-on-one um, with your boy Chef T. And this has been another great podcast. And I'll see you guys again soon. Have a great day, y'all.